this is the Free Crack Podcast. I am Sam. And I am Callum. And it is warm. I'm sweating. It is awful. I hate weather like this. I don't know about you, but I cycled here and like I, I, I hated it. I, I felt like they should have made a movie about my life. <laughs> because if we could if we could it was just straight road coming yeah. down to Alan, but like I'm wearing a grey t shirt and I have swimming pools under my armpit. I'm gonna Gross. have to get changed for that photo at it's the good. end you of the probably have a shower, I think. Yeah, but no, I I didn't cycle here. I drove, but even that was that was pain in the ass because it was warm as fuck. What about you, Alan? How are you enjoying the heat? I've got a huge Velux window directly above me, and it's the worst. Like certain times of day, I have to have it slightly. Well, all times of day, I have to have it open because it's so fucking hot. But it's the sun directly on it. Why are we getting weather like this? I don't. This is England. Climate. This is the climate crisis. Climate. That, you think? Yeah. Oh, I assume so. <laughs> it's just terrible. Like, I'm not suited for warm weather at all. I go on holiday. and I, I, If I could go on holiday, I would go on holiday exclusively to cold places. That's me. Yeah. I love I a good ski holiday. You can make yourself warmer. You can put on layers. You can't take off. There's only a finite number of layers you can take off before it becomes a And then if you take off too many layers, you're going to burn. Exactly. Exactly. Or be arrested. One of the two probably be arrested first so if you got arrested sooner then i guess you would not get burned if you put in a nice cool shower yeah. oh that'd be lovely <laughs> wouldn't it <laughs> maybe we should do yeah. that when travel restrictions open shall we just go to somewhere cold a prison like tour svalbard where's that is that iceland no it's in an island off the coast of northern norway it's um yeah, it's uh, <laughs> why, why very we... cold. They've got lots of polar bears. Uh, the capital is uh, Longyearbyen. You know way too much about and, this place. Uh, it's the home of the International Seed Vault. If any time <laughs> a crop goes, gets like <laughs> completely fails and they need uh, seeds for it, otherwise it'll go extinct. Oh, we, That's where they like store the them. It's like DLC on Farm Simulator. We, we, like. just, we just lost so many listeners. They were like, oh, oh they're talking about sorry. seeds. But all of our hundreds of listeners in America have just tuned out straight away because you mentioned it's a, seeds. It's, it's an interesting uh, place, actually. One of the most secure places in the world. With the, the seed vault? Yeah. Why? In because well, I don't care. Why am I it's asking? It's an insurance for the whole world's crops. It's really fucking important. It's the awkward moment when the birds get loose. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. Like if you were proper, like ter- if you're that, that's a Batman villain or something, like a really low-level Batman villain, a person who's like can control birds, so they attack <laughs> the world's seeds. <laughs> <laughs> I want to write to DC and get them to do that. That would be good. I'll do that. You, do it. No one take this idea. The no pen- one listening. Oh, that- Everyone listening, forget what I just said. I didn't say anything. Can it be the penguin cousin who's Australian because they had the emu wars? Right, see why I'm the writer, and you know. I mean, not the, the emu wars are a thing. The emu wars are a thing. Yeah. What do you mean the emu Alan, wars? Alan, emu wars. The emu wars. Yeah, there was a load of Australians uh-huh. fighting, like the mo- the Australian military yeah. was fighting like oh, five hundred right. emus. Right. Okay. Not like a, a plot line in Batman. No, this is a legit this is, this world is a, event. This is a real Otherwise thing. known as the Great Emu War. Oh, I was a back. nuisance wildlife management military operation undertaken in Australia, and they called it a war. No, they lost. <laughs> The unsuccessful attempts to curb <laughs> the population of emus. <laughs> hey, man, big oh, of the emus. Aware, how you, am I aware of this? And Alan, seed vault, what <laughs> <in> the <condition? laughs> 
Have you seen that YouTube video? That's a film waiting to be made, isn't it? Come on. Have you seen that YouTube video? Do you like Starship Troopers? Of a guy walking an emu. No. Oh, it's great. It's just some, it's in the UK, yeah. and there's like a guy just walking down the street, and uh, this guy's uh, like, "All right, nice ostrich," and he just, <laughs> <laughs> but he just responds, "It's a fucking emu." Why do you remind me of walking through town when I was like a young teen, and people going like, "Hippie goth." <laughs> well, exact no, same sort yeah, of thing, exactly. but he the, just the, so angrily, like as if he does this on a, re- a daily basis. Did I ever tell you about the time that me and John almost got mugged? When we were waiting for a bus outside Gotham, go on. Um, so he had his he he just done a band practice and he had his ukulele in a, in his little case with him, and there's some bloke came up. He was pouring a blood, and he was like, "Oh, I've just been attacked by a dog. I need some cash so I can get to the hospital." And we were like, "Okay, cheers. No, thank. We're not going to give you any money, mate. Bye." And then he just goes, "Right, well, gives twenty quid. I'm going to smash your trumpet." And we're like, "Look at this tiny little ukulele case." And we're like, "Eh." No, I, I don't think you will, somehow. I don't think you're going to be smashing anybody's trumpets, sir. Uh, and then he offered us, he said, come around the corner and we'll have a fight. And we said, no, no, thanks. We're waiting for a bus. Um, I don't know if that counts as nearly getting mugged, because he did threaten us, but it, you know, we weren't really that arsed. Joke on you when you open the cake and it's a Tommy gun. Whoa! Oh, I could have been. He was playing a very dangerous game there, although... Hey, don't, don't stop know. musicians. Have you not seen classic 1930s movies? No, not really. Neither have I. No. I think I, w- I watch a... Po- I say, man, I've watched a load of 1930s. I watched Buster Keaton. It's really good. Have I? Apart from one. Buster Keaton not- was amazing. Yeah, he yeah. was getting incredible. He was really funny. The comedies aged really well. Uh-huh. Apart from one, what I think it's called, The General, mm-hmm. where he plays... Uh, oh, what's that? In the American Civil War, he's one of the... Patton. Yeah. No, Patton was World War II. I know. I'm trying to know. American Civil War. I'm trying to... Confederates? Yes. And, like, they all, like, have the Confederates were all the heroes and the uh, Unionists were villains. Right. Okay, sure. Sure. No, I uh, I don't think I've seen any of any of those types of films, to be honest with you. I recommend watching them. I've so, never watched any of, his, like, his films in, like, in full, but I've seen, like, those compilations of his stunts. And mm. which are the amazing thing, you know, this guy who's doing the most dangerous stunts you've ever seen. And, you know, like, there's quite a famous one of him uh, on the front of a train, putting all the sleepers under the lines that whilst movie. the train is moving. That is the oh, movie I was talk- just that, talking about. I think, yeah. I've seen, I think I've seen that clip. Oh, you, some, there's loads of them. Or there's like a guy standing in front of a building and like the facade of the building falls down. Well, that's the one I've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standing in the, uh, like, and he, he's just like a window frame will get him. And My favourite story about him doing stunts, they, I've forgotten what movie it is, but they, it doesn't matter, no one knows. Um, <laughs> there's one where he's, he's in a motorcycle and there's a sidecar as well. And he's meant to be like riding the motorcycle on the backwards. And then, like, going through it. But the stunt guy wouldn't do it. So he did it twice, but from both ends. So he ended up doing both stunts of falling off the motorcycle and riding it. And they had to edit it in. Because the stunt man refused to do it. Because I'm assuming the stunt man back then was, Oh, do you want to fall off a motorcycle? No. That wasn't a profession. He was just an actor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They hadn't invented the, the position of stunt man yet, so... It was just some bloke getting pushed off a bike. You know who is a massive fan of Buster Keaton? Who? Jackie Chan. Is he? Oh, yeah. he? He's basically like the... Like, I don't think there's any stunt 
person in films that would not draw influence from Buster Keaton. He was mm. like the the original, the OG, the OG. Yeah, when he w- he goes like over a waterfall, silent movie era. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't get, like everything in his films happened. Yeah. Obviously, not like the thing, but all of the stunts was just him doing it. Mm-hmm. You could not do that now. Not even with a stunt person. Uh, you could do it with Jackie Chan, though. Probably. Jackie well, he Chan's has his own stunt team. He has his own stunt team. You're Jackie Chan? Yeah. He still does most of the stunts himself. Oh, yeah, but he trains stunts. Have you seen that one? I think I think it's Police Story, where he, he actually broke his leg during the one of the air sequences. He fell bad, broke his leg. So he was in a cast, but they were obviously like still needing to film. So he got a sock made that was like designed to look like his shoe that was his costume, and he just wore it over his cast and continued doing the film. Like he was doing, he was water skiing in a cast with a broken leg, and he was still just carrying on. The man's an absolute machine. I think he probably still does. He must, he must be getting, he must like have reined in his stunts by now. I mean, he's getting on a bit. Probably he's, he's yeah. I mean, was he he's late late sixties? I think he does a lot of directing now though. Yeah. And I, did you see him in the news this week? You Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. No. Oh, he wants to join the Communist Party of China. He apparently is. Uh, he can really see the benefit of of the Communist Party, and so and I don't quite know how to feel about that. I don't know enough about the the, the well, politics I feel of if China. If you want to be a politician in China, surely that's your only option. Yeah, but I don't know if is he. I don't know if he's wanting to be a politician or if he just wants to contribute to the the system type of thing. Or if by being a member, he can get some perks. Yeah, maybe he's a businessman. He is, and he makes a lot of Western movies, and mm. Western movies are very I mean, much controlled. That's yeah, quite controversial, controversial as well, and he is from. Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you've seen any news from Hong Kong in the last couple of years. Mm. Uh, the odd thing, yeah. yeah. No one's yeah, even well. the cast back a couple of the, months. Um, <laughs> Communist Party aren't very popular there. They're no. a bit like the Tories for Newcastle. Hey, what are you on yeah. about? I've watched Chinese media. Only I really not the like the Tories. Population. <laughs> the complete other end of the spectrum, but there we go. Yeah, yeah. It's another thing that, you, you know, either end is terrible. You know, absolutely. When you get when you get far enough along there, yeah. Well, I know that's the thing. Like people, like I know there's a few people who listen to this who disagree with our politics, but like those people that would assume like you're for communism, we're not. There's a big difference between socialism and communism. One of them, it still involves a bit of capitalism going on there. We can see where those benefits are, but it's just fairer. Where the other one is just no, you own nothing. The government owns everything. Like there is a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, there's a a lot of things get uh, dabbled as as and labeled as as communism when they they just they, when people don't understand them. Like, what was oh, what was the English play taking the knee? Yeah, exactly. That's seen as well. Uh, what were they described as? Marxists. You know, people saying English Eng- the English play is taking the knee, uh, taking the knee uh, in line with a Marxist cult. Obviously, referring to the political organization Black Lives Matter. Um, who again? I don't know. Th- I think some of them have described themselves as Marxist, but that's not the same thing as being an entire organization made up of Marxists. No, and like if anything, like the people who are like booing the football league, don't like if 
I don't believe there is multi-millionaire football league are wanting to bring down the establishment Somehow, and share their yeah. wealth. No, I don't think so. I don't like, think so. I think like <laughs> well, you know, well, some of them do. I mean, like you know, the likes of Marcus Rashford, who has done a lot. Martin Rashford, brilliant person. Marcus. A bit. Yeah, Marcus. Uh, sorry, I'm terrible with names. Yes. Also, Ma- you have a horrendous speech impediment. Yeah, I do. I'm going to... That, that Marcus is a real struggle for you in particular. <laughs> oh, God, the Chamber <laughs> of Secrets is opened again. Um, but, um, like, like, he's brilliant and he is a socialist. I wouldn't say he's a Marxist. I wouldn't no. say he's a communist. No, not at all. Not at all. But that's because we have, you know, a little bit more awareness of what marxism and communism actually is it's one of these words that is thrown about an awful lot by people who don't know what it means um same with socialism is thrown about an awful lot by people who don't know what it means when did socialism become a dirty word um, um around what, 1997 i think was yeah. it or maybe 1986 just as blair was on the it rise. was always whilst the it's always been one amongst the uh tories and their crowd and it's bled into the um i will say that admittedly when i was at university or sorry when we were at university because we we're all at university at the same time um I always thought of socialism as an extreme political ideology purely because the people who I was around who were interested in politics and I I only had a passing like you know awareness of what was going on I wasn't really interested in politics but the opinions that I'd formed about these different kind of ideologies was based on what I'd heard and what I'd heard is nothing good about socialism for example you remember the um the the march about uh, in protest of the rising tuition fees yeah that we went down to um and then how the the conservative hq was trashed and attacked and lots of things smashed up and stuff mm-hmm. um i was told that the people who were doing that were socialists and so socialism was bad they were anarchists they were anarchists you know there may have been people who were socialists there but same as anything just because some of the people who are involved in an event have, you know, you know, subscribed to a, a particular ideology, that does not mean that everybody in that ideology supports their actions. Not everybody who is a socialist supports, you know, beating the shit and smashing up the Conservative Party HQ. I mean, I do a little bit. <laughs> You and know, sure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to throwing a brick through fucking Boris Johnson's window. That like it goes on the other foot as well. Oh, I'm, no. I'm sure there's plenty of people who are let's go against the UK play kneeling, well the English play kneeling, who would not then give them racist abuse. Mm-hmm. And what was it? That I, th- I saw Femi had said on on Twitter, like, for your favourite person. Oh, I love Femi. What a lad. Um, he said that you, you know, just if you're opposed to the players taking the knee, that's not that. That doesn't mean you're racist. If you're opposed to them doing that action, that doesn't mean you're racist. However, abusing them and criticizing them and telling them what they're doing it for, when you know they should be the ones who dictate what they're doing it for. That does make you racist. What do you think? I, I, well, I would agree. I've been uh, arguing with people on the internet for the past few days. Mm. 
Like, I've been trying, since we did this podcast, I've got so much better at not just getting involved in political debates online. Mm-hmm. But more recently, I've just been keeping back. I need to pull it in. Yeah. I need to pull it in, Sam. Help me. I don't think I can because you, 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 just, you just like getting into scraps online with people. I enjoy it. Yeah. If anything, like. I I do it for sport mainly. I don't do it to try and change anybody's mind. Oh, you because can't. you're never going to change anybody's yeah, and mind you on can't social and, media. Like, it's like the kind of thing like if you're in a proper debate, you can try engaging, and if you're in a face to face, there's a chance you could like slowly win them over over like days, months, or years. But over a five minute interaction over Facebook, no yeah. one's going to change their mind. No, no. But no, I think yeah. Anything that this past week of football has shown us is. Racism is rife in, in in England and in the UK as a whole, and we always knew it was. And oh, but there was that report, Alan. Oh, Do you yeah, remember no, that report that, that said there was no racism? There yeah. was no institutional racism in the UK at all. It's definitely not a thing. It's just a thing that just a, uh, you know people are whipping up trouble and you know stirring the pot, and then this happens. Yeah, I um, hear Jackie Chan approved of that. Did he? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're smearing yeah. the man's name. How dare you? Is it what? Two weeks, three weeks ago, you've got the likes of everyone's favourite tyrant, P- Pretty Patel, going on saying it's absolutely fine for people to boo taking the knee. Yeah, it's 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 their decision. Yeah, they if they want to boo, then let them boo. Free speech. Yeah, which. Well, booing is what you heard. I bet there was a lot of other less nice slurs going there. But what essentially she's doing is saying, be racist, it's fine. Yeah. And then the moment when it becomes the directed racism towards players, they're like, oh no, racism. Make your fucking mind up. Yeah, it's, you know, you No, don't make your mind up. Don't be racist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the the it's it's the same as it was with Brexit. It's it's enabling. It's giving racists agency. So yeah. they say, um, yeah, you know, you're free to boo the players. If that's what you want to do. Now, like you say, there may be people who boo the players who aren't racist and who are opposed to just the action, and they're booing. But then there will be the other people who are full-blown racists who are booing. And then they go, I'm allowed to do this. Yeah. Because, because Pretty Patel says it's fine. Because give Boris an inch, Johnson take a mile. It. Yeah. And yeah. then so they think to then, so then. Sets a precedent. They're okay. They're okay. They, they, they boo. So then they go, okay, well, what can we do next? What's the next thing we can do? I know. Let's go on Twitter or let's go on the, you know, the football or social media and send them abusive, threatening racial messages. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do because because Pre Patel has said that's okay for us to do because that's our choice. It's shocking, you know. And these, I mean, one of them, what Bukayo Saka? He's nineteen years old, yeah. right at the start of his career. Like that was a massive moment of his career. Missed the penalty. That's no different than any other England player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but imagine how much damage that's going to do to his confidence like I, I feel bad don't get me wrong I f- no one deserves racist abuse and it shouldn't be going on I just I really struggle to feel bad for millionaires because like I don't 
I, the, the racial abuse should not have been happening and it should be stopped. But like the people are like, oh, this is awful. This is terrible. Like I feel really bad for them. They're, they're going to be all right. But the message is we need to stop racism in sport and it is highlighting it. And we mm-hmm. need to stop racism full stop. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. It's like with him, with all yes, they're millionaires. They are this crop of footballers. The better in our current uh, political opposition. That's excellent. true. Yeah, I mean, they're uh, yeah, they literally changed the government uh, policy more than Kishama. Yeah, I mean, and they're influential people, though. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the the England football team. People listen to them. And I can see why because, they've, because, they've got a, a lot of them. They've got such a, a huge platform, and I think because because football is such a huge part of society. British British culture, not just society, but British culture. Yeah. People base their entire personalities around what team, what football team they support, which I find exhausting. I mean, I've seen you, you know, Sam NUFC on it on Facebook. It's, oh yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, absolutely mad, mad for it, mate. Yeah, go, yeah. go the tune. I believe is one of the chants. The, the <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like you say, you know, if you do have such this huge focus on on the football and you follow it, you know, almost religiously, in the same way, you know, that that you know people do subscribe to religions and make that a huge part of their life, then when you have you know those players in the sport who are you know saying taking the kind of stand that the england team have then you will listen to them yeah and you know hopefully you'll be influenced by them and be inspired by the stand that they take yeah. and not you know like some old i mean i don't even i don't even know kind of what the 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 types of fans are but i can imagine they're probably older fans probably some younger fans as well but the majority old i mean i think football crowds and Populism are never far apart, mm. and unfortunately, we have a government that uh, kind of rides the populism. Yeah, yeah, I did. You know, as much thing. as as much as I, you know, I'm not a not a Keir Starmer fan. I did like what he said in Parliament. The Prime Minister's questions. Say? He said, "You know, the 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 Prime Minister and the Conservative uh, government have." been stoking this culture war in inverted commas um and now that they found now they found out they're on the wrong side because that's exactly what's happened they have been uh you know sowing division allowing you know, giving agency to people who have <coughs> racist ideologies and now that it's you know right there at the surface they're turning around and going oh no 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 you can't do that well, like you've been telling them, they can do that. That it's their right to do that for months, and now you're saying no, they can't do it. It's it's preposterous. It's a weird thing to do, though. From Boris now turning against the people voting for him. I know, right? You'd think you would like Boris all in, in for a penny, in for a pound, and <laughs> yeah. just kept going for it. Like I'm, I'm, I, you, the. The funny thing is that a lot of the decisions that Boris Johnson has made over the last. 12 months or so um will have turned a lot of his core base against him like i i suspect next election we will find a lot of people not voting for boris johnson 
because he extended lockdown. Like, and I don't, I don't necessarily think they're going to switch to Labour, but they just will probably not vote. But you know, to hoping. yes, but one less vote for Boris Johnson and the Conservatives is, is fine as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, so he's extended the lockdown. That'll probably lost him some fans. He's uh, now supported England in taking the knee and taking the stand against racism. That'll lose him some more votes. Um, you know, and he's you know he's already isolated quite a lot of the electorate with the decisions he's made. Certainly, people who were maybe more centre, who you know swing voters who may have voted for the Conservatives or they may have voted for Labour. Now, I still think he's isolated quite a lot of them. Um, Hopefully, we'll see that at the next election. I don't yeah. think we will. Nah, well, you know. I like... I'm, I'm hopelessly optimistic always about elections, and I don't know if I, that will continue going forward. I think forward, it's a moment but... I realise that Labour can never get into power unless they win more of the Scottish seats back, but they never will because the SNP are far too popular. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. But you see, they are, they are, the, 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 there are now boundary changes to... They're bringing some boundary changes to... That's even worse for Labour. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, a lot of ones coming in. They're consolidating the conservatives, consolidating a lot of um, redrawing the lines and bringing a lot of votes together. So I I think once they're done redrawing the boundary lines, Labour will be in a far I worse they can position. Do that. Of Imagine well now we have one boundary. It's just around <laughs> where Boris lives. <laughs> He doesn't even live in his constituency, does he? Like, before he... I think that should be a rule. You should have Absolutely to live... Absolutely, that should be a rule. You should have to be at least from or live there for a set amount of years yeah. before you can... Yeah, exactly. How can you be representative? I mean... The 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 um, the conservative candidate for Gateshead at the last election lived in Leeds. And, she, and you know, that, that wasn't like... like private information that was easily easily when you googled her name you know it was very she lived in leeds i think she was a conservative councillor in leeds and she'd just been parachuted into gateshead for reasons i don't know they have to have a candidate there and it was like how are people in gateshead yeah gonna vote for a person who doesn't even live there well it's um it's not certainly not the first time there was uh it's quite funny if you look at oh what's he called no idea. Top hat, ghost in a bot jar. Um, oh, um, Jacob Rees-Mogg. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost in a jar? <laughs> I That's a Rick know. and Morty character. <laughs> Are you thinking because he was described as a haunted Victorian pencil? That's about the one. That, yeah. That's the one you're thinking. Carry on. Yeah, so he was, um, he started his political career, his first running, well, or one of his first running for a constituency was, it was in Scotland. I think it was in, in yeah, Glasgow, video, video of it going uh, around with nanny. Should be, yeah, yeah. So going around in his Bentley, probably in a top hat, with his nanny, um, going door to door canvassing, and the Labour candidate the had Labour to stop him getting beaten up. Had, yeah, the Labour candidate genuinely had to stop him getting lynched. Um, Oh, yeah. God. How did they think that was going to be a good <laughs> idea? Like, w- what kind of focus group? Were they just trying to kill him off? Is that what they were trying to do? Were they just trying to put out, like, a, or we'll just put him in mortal danger and then we won't have to deal with him? Well, actually, if you look at the Beano, we going against <laughs> Dennis the Menace all the time. And... 
Oh Jesus! Oh, I have to look for that video. Uh, that's some. That, that's re- I'm surprised you haven't seen it. But like, uh, I don't know if the video is definitely well. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Mandelkin stood in Hartlepool and he never yeah. lived there in his life. Yeah, the uh, the uh, uh, pa- the parachuting of candidates into safe seats just so they get a job, I find abhorrent. Like, the whole point of a uh, an MP is that they represent the people of the area that elect them. So if they've never lived in that area, then they don't know what issues that area has. So how can they properly represent them? It's preposterous. Um, but yeah, it was. I think Paul Nuttall did the same thing. He he rented a flat in the constituency that he was standing in to kind of like try and win people over. Oh no, look, I do live here. But he, he hadn't actually moved in. He just signed the like. There should be certain agreement. things like you should have to live there, and I think you should at least have to be at least attempt to be like a councillor or something first if you're mm-hmm. going to go for one of the main parties. Yeah. Maybe. Independence, the, the, fair enough. Yeah. They should definitely they should definitely have lived there. You need to live in an area. For a decade. For well. For I don't know about a decade. Enough time Five years. Five years would be more reasonable. But yeah. enough enough time that you have an understanding of the place that you want to represent. Yeah. Or be born in that place. Or like lived a certain amount of time, kind of fully understand if people moved mm-hmm. and then came back if they're from that area. And mm. if had a set amount of if they've lived in the area for five years, no matter how long, that should be all right. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, like you said, the 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 main part is always parachute people in, and it's it's, it's that's not going to change. And that's why you know there was a little bit more kind of uh, power, hopefully, going to be given to the membership of the Labour Party, deciding on who was going to be you know representing them, who's going to be their MP. But I'm pretty sure those plans have been scuppered. They have under <laughs> <laughs> the the current. Uh, I get all of the email notification. If that's yeah. not happening anytime no, no, soon. Of course it's not. Um, going back to um, taking the knee, um, as the footballers were doing, uh, did you see the... Have you, have you been watching GB News? Uh, people keep telling me to watch it and I haven't. No, well, we're good. Don't watch it. Cause I have horrific. not watched it, but we did talk about this when we were planning the podcast. <gasps> ah, oh, yeah. my goodness. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah. So, um, GB News, again, the... the, the horrifically right-wing type uh, station even though they swear that they're not they're giving uh, their free speech is what their is what their kind of selling point is and they're not mainstream media and they won't you know because a lot of people think that the mainstream media is ridiculously biased to the left wing which is not true if you, you just, saw what happened to jeremy corbyn yeah, i think you, you can... just need to look at the, th- the kind of shit that corbyn went through to go yeah they're definitely not left wing but regardless, the uh, you know the the new news outlet ran by Andrew Neil from his garage in France. I'm pretty sure that's kind of where he does all these broadcasts from. Um, but yeah, so there was a presenter on GB News, yeah, on Guto one of Hari. Yeah, on one of their uh, you know kind of like talking head type shows that they every had. Every one of their shows. Yeah, every single one of them. Who um has in the past been vocal about in his opposition uh, to footballers not taking the knee and following the racist abuse that the players got after um, the final, he then kind of did a complete sort of 180 and was like, you know, I, I understand why kind of they are taking the knee now. I understand the gesture. I realize that this is a far bigger problem than I originally thought it was. So what I'm going to do is I think... I think we should take the knee right now on the show. And he took the knee on the show. Live on air. They couldn't stop him. It happened. 
so then the GB News were in uproar because uh-huh. it's basically going against everything GB News has said but previously. Neutral. Oh, but they're super neutral. Um, he has been... I don't think he's been sacked, but he's been taken off the air. He's not on there anymore. Yeah, he's GB suspended. News, yeah, GB News put out a statement saying that, oh, it goes against our broadcasting broadcasting standards because it's showing uh, support for a political organisation, which it's not. It doesn't. Same as the taking any of the footballers doesn't show affiliation or support to a political organisation. It's showing solidarity with people who've suffered racial abuse. He's wearing a poppy to solidarity. Obviously... It's wearing a poppy for remembrance, yeah. but it's to do with the British Royal Legion. Exactly. And even though I support the British like Legion, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people don't, and therefore that's a political exactly. opinion. Exactly. So, hilariously, GB News viewers, even though low numbers that they are, mm-hmm. there aren't a huge amount of them, um, but they decided to boycott some of GB News's programming in protest of the presenter taking uh, the knee and some of their shows got zero viewers there were more presenters on their shows than they had viewers like now that's like a flat zero which i i don't that'll know. show them yeah i don't even think that i didn't know that was a thing that could happen so you'd have some people like in a booth somewhere still watching it that would count as viewers but probably you know apparently not um but i just don't mean we were more more popular yeah. than a... Yeah. At one point, we were more popular than GB oh, News. Thank you How to everyone that? in Columbus, Ohio, who <laughs> listens to us. Uh, um, the contract we've looked at our listening figures for the last episode, and they, they were a lot nicer than I thought they It could be. be a VPN taking them somewhere else, but if that is you in Columbus, we appreciate you. <laughs> if it is you, let us know on social media, and I am willing to send you something in the post. Yeah, we'll send you some of our sweet merch. We will make merch just for you. <laughs> Especially for you, yeah. There's probably like a minimum order so for it. We'll have to It'll have be like some. a t-shirt, maybe a badge. <laughs> but hey-ho. I don't know, Callum. I still think you're our top listener. I've, li- <laughs> <laughs> I've not listened to the podcast um, since we started re-recording. Callum, I have access to the analytics. And I can see your profile listening to them. Your name pops up. What I do do... <laughs> <laughs> you check the SoundCloud to see who's oh, listening to oh, it. Oh, do you? Because yeah, you know in the SoundCloud you can see how many... Yeah. So you have to click on it uh-huh. first. Does it actually okay, say so who's listened? No. If, if they have a name profile, yes, it does. Throw. But anyway... Oh, it must be something... Like, they must opt in for that. People yeah. from my work have been listening to it. People have not told about it. Yeah. Good. Oh, nice. Um. Anyway, back to, you know, thing. what I thought was funny about the... um the viewers of GB News boycotting the channel is that these were the same people who were in uproar, uproar, Callum, of all of the advertisers who were boycotting GB News. You remember when GB News first came out and loads of advertisers were having... Boycotting Specsavers. Yeah. As if they can't see the irony. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you had loads of brands and companies who had adverts being put out on GB News that they didn't agree with. They didn't because they just give their adverts to somebody and then they get sold on. Um, so you know, it was seen as censorship, and you know, the 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 GB News were like, "This is disgraceful. It's all left wing propaganda." Da, 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 da. And then here they are doing exactly the thing that they were booting off at these companies for doing. It just, it never changes, does it? It's it's rank hypocrisy from the from the top. From the top of you know, Boris Johnson and his Conservative ministers saying one thing and doing another, it's awful right down the bottom. Happens to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just thought that was 
it was most humorous. Right, what are they going to do next? Like, put a warning on at the beginning of each show to say that they're not neutral so they can get away with doing more. Like, <laughs> they only show much they can do before, like, they're trying their best to toe the line. Like, they've had Diane Abbott on, mm. and they've had tried to get a few more left-wing com- like comedians or, like, politicians going on. But it's the way they frame it, what I've heard. Mm. Like, obviously, I'm not seeing GB News, but I've seen Fox News. Yeah. And they get left-wing pundits mm-hmm. and people on, but then they have one left-wing but like pundit, like be spoken over by three people with a percentage of mutes them. Yeah, I'm assuming it goes like that. Well, I might be wrong. I've not watched GB News. I might find uh, when they have zero figures, you might go help them out. You can go, that's me, and I'm looking at that <laughs> one viewing figure. I did that for you. You're welcome, GB News. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, I thought that was just very, very humorous. How. Uh, hypocrisy at both the top and the bottom you know they're all the same they're all the same but just as you were saying there about um having disclaimers up at the start of uh the start of gb news so they can get away with whatever they want to have you been watching disney plus recently uh, i've been, been watching, watching a lot disney of loki plus? a lot of loki loki very good no spoilers people listening might not have seen it uh, Alan hasn't seen it. I, I know Alan not, hasn't seen no, it because Alan's not fully caught up with the I'm movies fucking yet. Behind. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't watched there you go. the new Spider-Man. Yeah, really good film. New it's Spider-Man. On you should watch it. It's very good. I should, and I've not watched the new Black Widow. I saw. Black I've not Widow. seen Black Widow, Widow it and it's I've good. not seen Captain Marvel. I've seen Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, uh, watched any of the, the series? Ones. I have watched the first episode of WandaVision. Great. Right, so we can't I just need anything. to watch the Never mind. Um, uh, but no, you were saying Disney okay, Plus. Yeah, so so I also watched Toys recently. What is not aged well. It's also not on Disney Plus. Toys is on Disney Plus. Is it on Disney Plus, is it? It's a Disney film. Is it Disney film? Well, if not, but it's on, it might be Disney Star. Yeah, it might be on Star. Uh, yeah. But um, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Does that have a disclaimer it. just to say this is absolute garbage? Yeah. Oh, no, but I, I watched it as a kid and I had really fond memories. And you know what? The effects have aged really well. Good old practical effects. Yeah. But the film itself, mm. did they have a script? Probably not. How did they get that cast? Michael Gambon's in that movie. Mm. Dumbledore's in the film. It's like, oh my god. I've not seen it, I've not seen it. But, yes, yeah, so like we've seen about disclaimers, there's a lot of um, of the older Disney films. Yes, I was... That have um, little, just as you go to watch them, they have a little disclaimer at the start that explains that um, there, the, there are characters in, in the film that um, are racial stereotypes... Um, what, 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 it it, what it says is this program indicates negative depictions or mistreatments right, or people yeah. of cult, of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong now, then and are wrong now. Uh, rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and speak conversation to create more inclusive future, a more inclusive future together. Uh, Disney's committed to creating stories. Yada yada yada. Yeah, and. So basically acknowledging that we made this film, there are parts of it that we are not proud of, but we think it is important to, rather than get rid of it, to have a conversation about why it was wrong. 
And then this song of the South, what they've just vaulted and I'll never see the light of day. Yeah, and yeah. This part of this film, this entire film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think very much so. Certainly, song of the South. Although I've never seen it. Um, you wouldn't have unless you own a video yeah. cassette. What was the last release? Developing in ninety three, ninety four. I don't know. Alan, can you find out for us? Was that, is, is that that's the one with the song Zippity Doodah, isn't it? Zippity Day. Yeah. My oh my. Yeah, what yeah, a wonderful yeah, yeah. day. Yes. Um, nineteen forty six. Yeah. I know. I only know about that film because I think there was a trailer for it on one of my old Disney videos. And that was the only thing. I, I didn't know anything else about it. But yeah, like you say, they completely pulled that. That's not on Disney Plus at all because I think that one is... They have the slaves s- singing in the field about how great their life is. Yeah. And one of the characters they meet is like an old man slave. I've not seen the film. No. But I've, I've read the synopsis. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, the life is great. Come like, um, It's like, come join us picking field in the cotton. You'll love it too. Like that kind of thing. It's... Mm. it's Considering it's made in the 60s, it's pretty bad. It was made in the 40s. 40s, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, they've actually um, said about the film that um, even with an outdated with uh, with an outdated cultural de- depictions disclaimer, it's still not appropriate for today's world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you know, lately, like, like, so you talk, you know, we were talking about last time, we are talking about how comedy changes, how, you know, things that were funny aren't funny anymore you know things that at the time that were on on film people wouldn't have batted an eyelid and they would have gone yes this is uh an accurate depiction of whatever that is that is how people look that is how people sound and it it just really wasn't it wasn't okay then and i think we we can look back on on these things and we know very obviously that that's not okay. But do you think people at the time ever like stopped for a second and went, hmm? Maybe one or two. Yeah, well, I think most certainly we watched uh, the Aristocats. Mm-hmm. Love that film. Which has one of these disclaimers at the start. I'm assuming, well, to be fair, multiple cats. The one I'm thinking, though, is the one who plays Chopsticks. Yes, there's the, the Siamese... Uh, I think it's, it's a Siamese cat or... I think that's the name for them, yeah. Um, But yes, it's a very um, inappropriate depiction of... They made him to be Chinese. He's got... He plays piano with the chopsticks and he talks with a a very, very caricature-type accent. Um, Just watching it, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, how did that ever get past anything? Is that on the Disney Plus version? Yes. Okay, it's cut from some versions of the film. Yeah, well, it's on the Disney Plus version. The cat definitely is. I mean, they, I, I've never, I never saw the original one, so they may have, like, reduced and cut the couple of scenes here and there. But I think he's only in the one scene. And yeah, he is. It's yeah. the bit where they're doing they do the, the piano. Um, yeah, they're playing the... the everybody part everybody wants, wants to be, to be a cat. Yes. Um, but... Not just that, obviously, there was... Um, Scat Cat? Yes, exactly. Um, and it's a case of, like, I, I, I really... I, I can't get my head around how people thought that that was, that was fine. Were people just so... I don't want to say so racist? Or just so okay with the idea of cultural caricatures that they didn't care that these these characters were being portrayed in this way? It's 
It's a hard one. Because we, we, we weren't there. We can't say for sure. Scat Cat, obviously, I'm a white man. I can't I can't throw my hat in too much for this. Mm-hmm. I don't think Scat Cat is as bad as the Chinese cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly, it's a likeable character. He had plot line. He had character development. And the whole he stereotype is more the music he was. Yeah. But if you go to the Jungle Book, mm-hmm. where the, the entire thing, even with Kipling, the source material, What's all about like oppressing nations and the whole thing? The 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 monkeys are wanting to be like the men. The whole thing of I want to be like you, and they play that naturally with music that's linked to cultures that weren't appropriate. Yeah, it's if you the Jungle Book, I think it's the one where out of all of the classic Disney, but it's still available. For the largest amount, I think that's the one which probably got the most. No, no correction. Dum- uh, Dumbo. Yeah. Dumbo. I was going to remember yeah. Dumbo. I said Dumbo and Dumbo. And the, is it, was it the mag? Are they magpies or crow? No, crows, aren't they? Yeah. They are like very, very, very When horrific. was Dumbo made? Dumbo. I think Dumbo was 50s. Well, yeah. I mean, it was um, th- that whole 30, 20s, 30s, 40s. What? Creeping into fifties, that was before Disney went to shit. Yeah. What and movie then, is it? Would the vultures would look like the Beatles? That's Jungle Book. No, the uh, the Beatles. The vultures, vultures look like the Beatles or the Jungle Book. Was that not I Robin Hood? No, I will bet you all the money in the world that it was Jungle Book because when Mowgli's walking along, it is yes. Yeah. Okay. So now you owe me all the money in the world. Uh, um, I'll give you all the money <laughs> in the my world. bank account. Well, it's still probably higher than mine. Oh, so. Um, but yeah, like talking about old Disney films, like I got quite excited to watch some of the old ones from from when I, the ones I know I enjoyed as a as a child. Um, and I watched so Robin Hood, for example. I fucking loved Robin Hood when I was a kid. I wanted to be Robin Hood when I was a kid. I loved the film. I used to I watched it until. The, the video didn't work anymore. Then I watched it when I was an adult. It's and it's slow. fucking shit. It's slow. It is boring as hell. Also, the animation is stolen. Yes, well, of course. But that was a, but that, that's like, fine. There's yeah, a, a, like, lo- a lot the, happens. Um, a lot of the animation is actually from the Jungle Book, yeah. but they've drawn over. Of course it is. Of course it is. Because it's, it's easier to kind of just put a new lick of paint on it. That's fine. I have no issue with that. I have an issue with the shit film is what I have an issue with. And I don't, I, I don't know whether that's because I just know more about story now. I know more about films. I've seen higher quality films, so I have a better understanding of what makes a film good. But Jesus Christ, what a terrible film! I don't know why. You know, the, the, I think Disney, but you know, rather than you know pulling, um, you know, other different films, and certainly the, the, we talked about the racial stereotypes. They're not available on the kids' ones. On the kids' profiles, like you, kids can't watch them without parental consent if they've got like uh, the the room, yeah, yeah, if they've got it set up, um, which I thought was was pretty good, um, but yeah, just not very good at all. And I've been advised was a friend of, I was talking about this with a friend of mine, and and she said because I said I was quite excited to watch Hundred One Dalmatians again because mm-hmm. I've not seen Hundred One Dalmatians since I had the video, and she said no, don't watch it. Don't watch it. 
because it's shit. What about the live action version from the nineties? Don't know. I never watched that one either. Um, I have no nostalgia with that one. But it but also the sequel, 102 Dalmatian. Yes, and I think there was a third one as well, wasn't there, Callum? Spot Adventure. Yes. And <laughs> I'm making that. <laughs> if that's the name of it. There was, like definitely a one, there was definitely one where they had a, there was a dog in it that was a Dalmatian without spots. That was uh, Unlike Cruella, where yeah. everyone could have like, where are the Dalmatians yeah. in this movie? Um, but yeah, I found it interesting that even with all the nostalgia that I had for a film like Robin Hood, that, you know, you watch a film kind of going, oh, I like this when I was a child. I like this when I was a teenager. I know it's bad, but it fills me with happy nostalgia for that time and watching it at that time. And I just got none of that with Robin Hood. There was not a single drop of nostalgia. I hated it from start to finish. I will likely never watch it again. <laughs> I bet there was some nostalgia with the whistling at the beginning. <laughs> It was annoying. It got annoying because it went on for fucking ages. <laughs> That's just the film. Yeah. I've always thought that. Yeah. You, I remember when we lived together, when you and John, and John loved that film as well. Yeah. I was raving about how it was your favourite. And I do remember watching it going like, I hated that film. <laughs> like, it was awful. Like, these were around the age of Disneyville where they weren't funding the animation as much. Mm. And I think it shows. And then, they like obviously, the classic era of Disney. And then there was the Disney Renaissance. What came not long after then, it, I think it started with Around the Little Mermaid, with the first Disney Renaissance. Disney Renaissance, yeah, Little Mermaid, late 80s. Yeah. And that's when Disney started funding money back into their animation. Yeah, and I think that that, that went on for quite a while. I, I think Tarzan was the last one where before it started to and dip then again, they, wasn't it? Well, they just I, no, set them they be like the Renaissance, and now we're on to a different age of Disney. Yeah, I think that that was that ran for a while. Um, but yeah, Mulan, Tarzan, they were like the end of that. Yeah, uh, that's when computer animation started to come in. Mm-hmm. When we you know with Pixar, with um, Toy Story, and that opened the floodgates for a whole new. Yeah generation of them and I remember the fantastic the films with the new one who, but was, who, who was it I can't remember the name of the studio I'm sure it was Fox's animation studio Anastasia Anastasia they made Anastasia they made Titan AE very good film I fucking love Titan AE Anastasia's great as well but they plowed a whole bunch of money into this animation studio because it was Disney Renaissance all these Disney films were making fucking cash hand over fists. Kids were loving it. So they plowed loads of money to try and capture like a slightly like older kind of te- sort of mid-teen kind of market. Mm-hmm. And then CGI came in and just the, the studio bombed. The, that studio only made Anastasia and Titan AE and then went completely bust. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Did they not make Bardock the Magnificent? I don't know what that is. It's a spin-off to Anastasia starring the bat. Oh, Tim Curry <laughs> the villain is a bear. Oh no, I I don't know. Did that come? I have no idea. No, about that. I don't know. I think you might have. You know, it's a bit of a fever dream. No, me. I, I mean, think we <laughs> straight to video movie. Pixar had such a head start over everyone because they, I mean, they were the main people at the start of that were. Um, you're doing a lot of pointing, making yeah, your podcast. Know, yeah. It's either Steve Jobs... Uh, well, Steve Jobs Steve was Jobs one of them, Steve Jobs one of the big involved. names. Yeah. And then 
Uh, was it George Lucas? Pixar had a lot of graduates from Star Wars. Yeah. There was a lot of people who had worked on Star you know, Lucas the, the pioneering um, visual effects team from Star Wars then went on to be involved uh, with Pixar. And they all they all went to the, it was the same film school. That's why... Um, that a, number keeps cropping up? A113. Because that's the classroom. That's, that's the classroom that a lot of them... Um, you know, when they were at the, the, the film school and animation school, that's the classroom that they had a lot of their lessons in. So that's yeah. a little sneaky Easter egg in every Pixar film. But yes. Its predecessor was the graphics group of Lucasfilm. Yeah. Um, and then we had DreamWorks after the big split. Mm. And that's the reason we had two movies about ants in the same year. Yes, that was it. There was a, there was a big type... Uh, Bugs big life falling out, wasn't there? Ants. Yeah. Which is the better? Well, that's a big thing. A lot of people would hear Bugs Life, but there's a big cult following for Ants, yeah. you would argue. I've seen Bugs I think Bugs Life is more a children's film, whereas Ants is sort of geared to more teens. And I think it depends on kind of what mood you're in, I guess. Yeah. Um. I mean, Ants, not Ants, Bugs Life sits very well in the franchise. Yeah. And it was the second Pixar film, wasn't it? Yeah, it was definitely one of the early ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I remember I went to see Bugs Life with my grandma at the old Odeon. Oh. On uh, the same... Oh, what was the, what's the, what's the house? Pilgrim Street? House on? Pilgrim, what? Yeah, Pilgrim, Pilgrim Street. Street. That was it, Pilgrim Street. Old Odeon. I think, to, if my memory serves, that's the only time I went to that Odeon before I it closed forever. I used to go forever. there all the time. The last yeah. film I saw there... Which Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Damn, we it was still open then. Yep, oh, we, yeah. we were going to the gate. But the gate wasn't open, so the movies were still in the old Odeon. Right, okay. Because I remember there was the. I went, I went to see the first Harry Potter at the Warner Brothers studio, which is now. Um, it's now part of Northumbria. Uni, City yeah. Campus East for Northumbria. Do you know who opened that cinema? It was only open like in the. Oh, 80s. that was open. Yeah. yeah, I do know. That was Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue opened that. Yeah. One. That was a good cinema, though. That was a classic cinema. You stuck to everything. It was it's a, constantly smelled of stale popcorn. It was a uh, destination, like yeah, because it was separated from the rest of town, mm-hmm. and there's only one c- cinema I feel in the area that still kind of gets there, and that's Silverlink. Silverlink, yes. Also, you've got um, Cineworld Bold. I've not been to that one. I've not been to that one. That one again. It, it's it's like you say. It's a part. It stands by itself. Um, it's in. It, there's like some shops and restaurants um, around it. And stuff. I won't name the version I went there with, but um, but I know this for a fact. It's the only cinema in the region what sells Coke and not Pepsi. Ooh, <laughs> let's get there. No, but um, that again. You know, that's the, the, like you say. That's the. the the best, I think, the, like, the best type of cinemas are the ones that's like are their own building. Yeah, and it's uh, it, it, it's got a bit of an occasion to it. Yeah. I feel it's all been. I get, I kind of get that vibe from the Tyneside Cinema. Mm. Obviously, it's not like a big multiplex, but I would say that's from an older age. Like, I had that kind of feeling going to the old Odeon. I felt that was an experience. Yeah, yeah. Where I mean, I, it is felt that, like going to a theater. Is that part of also? going somewhere as a child and you know not having that independence to go elsewhere and it had red curtains did have red curtains yeah Tyneside cinema has red curtains some of the screens not all of them on the main screen it does 
Oh, I went to a couple of Christmases ago. I went to a screening of It's a Wonderful Life there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great. Yeah. So good. Best well, film I ever saw, though, is The History Boys. Mm. Love that. Worst On film I saw that had the cinema to myself and who I was dating at the time. Mm. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. But it's getting, a f- it's getting another Indiana Jones yeah. at the filming at the moment. Yeah. Oh. On the subject of cinemas, uh, we went to cinema the other week uh, for a bit of a socially distance. It was a um, middle-of-the-day cinema trip, so it was like any other middle-of-the-day cinema trip. <laughs> but... They'll be back open at full capacity. Yeah. Freedom Day is upon us. That's true. Was that m- it's Monday, isn't it? Monday. I'm not even going to talk of the name Freedom Day. Yeah. If um, there's a chance this podcast will be released after Freedom Day. So, uh, Depends how quick John edits it. Alan hates <laughs> when we <laughs> talk about stuff that hasn't happened yet. No, I don't. <laughs> stuff that's going to happen No, to I just hated that we tried to predict an election the we day didn't. before we it. Really we talked it. about it. We just it. talked about it generally. I mean, we did genuinely say, I think Labour will lose. We said, they, actually, I believe we said, we think Labour will lose. That's but if exactly they don't, what I just said. <laughs> but if they don't, they will be, like, their margin will be destroyed. So we were right, Alan. But, yeah. Do you think there'll be a plot twists before the um, Freedom Day comes in? I don't think so. I think um, obviously the the health secretary has said that it is going ahead. Everything is reopening on Monday. Um, Boris Johnson, I think, you know, although the man is famous for U-turns and lying and all the other things, um, I think he's going to stick to this one. I think he's going to carry on. Um, And it will lead to more cases it will lead to more uh lockdowns it, it can only do that because cases are still rising look um, how many we haven't even you know the worst in the country when london was in the crisis the rest of the country was under lockdown mm-hmm. when manchester was in crisis there was why is newcastle being left to rot i mean i i we're yeah the, like the services are struggling and that they're really badly struggling at the moment, and it's barely, It's not in the news. Why is it not in the news? I think some of the the. Well, you you say that COVID cases are on the rise, but they don't COVID. look at COVID cases. They look at hospitalizations. Yeah, COVID deaths. Hmm. I've got a, a graph here. Um, it went up to... Because it, it's saying the highest since what, mid-January, is it? That well, cases are deaths. The cases, cases rises at the moment. I think yeah. we're the highest since mid-January at the moment. Um, and yes, there is the delay bit. Um, end of January was 548 deaths. In a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh wait, no, it went even. Higher. It went to one thousand two hundred and thirty-three. Uh, I'm going to say that sounds low. Whereas, and that, was, and, and that was as a result of restrictions being relaxed. Yeah, over whereas the current day average at the moment is uh, seventeen day. Uh, yeah, seventeen. Yeah, and fair enough. Deaths are down. Fair enough. Vaccinations on that. We we have more people vaccinated now than we did in January. Yeah. Fine. But there's still... People still 
can catch COVID and obviously long COVID is a factor as well. And a lot of people are reporting suffering long COVID long after they've kind of recovered from yep. the initial uh, the initial illness. Um, but what I think is, I don't know if I don't, I don't know if it's inspiring or or if that's the right word, but it's certainly interesting to see that while the government is saying, okay, Freedom Day, masks no longer mandated, social distancing no longer mandated, and they're putting personal responsibility onto the population to ensure that you know measures are still followed and they're being safe and all of this stuff. There's a lot of companies and a lot of brands who you know supermarkets um transport people um transport companies sorry who are saying no we're still gonna we're still gonna ask you to wear a mask we're still gonna be maintaining social distancing we're still gonna have all the sanitizer and the things to to clean all the the trolleys and things you know why can't we just, just ign- they're just ignoring the the social yeah. distancing? but they're just the fact that these companies are ignoring the government I think that is probably the most important Could thing to realise. Could they get done for discrimination? Who? These companies. I don't think so. I don't think so, because what are they discriminating against? They're not discriminate, discriminating against a protected characteristic. It's no worse than a nightclub having a dress code. Yeah. It's letting someone onto private property. Fair. They control who they let onto their premises. They control, because they have to think about the safety of their customers if you've got somebody who is refusing to you know be safe which they are then fine don't let them in what i'm I really would say, excited I would say... for is the fieti reopening that's the one thing i really properly actually miss are they already open are they already not open? properly no not properly they're, they're like, I, would, I would like to go back to the fieti yeah i think that'll be great i think there'll be I don't know if it'll be a little bit of a delay with it because a lot of theatre companies will not have shows ready. Uh, <laughs> I've seen the Theatre Royal. Um, they literally, if I had the money, I'd be booking at least one show a month. There's some cracking shows coming. Oh. Some big shows. I know. I've seen... Uh, in fact, I was in... Um, I was sat in the bar opposite the stage door and next table it was the cast of Six who Ooh. were coming out and getting... Did you get their autographs? I didn't. What a dick. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're coming I mean, back to like the year. Harrison Ford. They're coming back to 2022. Yeah. Um, We've got Heather's. Heather's is I'm coming. actually, I don't know why I'm excited for this. Better not be on broomsticks next month. <laughs> uh, but I didn't even, like, I love that movie. Taking movies that have aged well. Probably yeah. not that one, but I love it. Never seen it. Never seen it. Might um, be getting a remake. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Um, yeah, Will it so be the, with the, Angela the Lansbury, opening. though? I, I'm, I'm currently back in rehearsals for Little Shop of Horrors. Um, that's been going on now for quite a few weeks. Um, we're still, you know, we wear masks to go into rehearsal. We're still kind of like socially distancing as much as we can. But we are rehearsing. And it's nice. So, you know, you get people banging on, oh, we'll go back to our freedoms and stuff. And I do despair at some of them. Um, but it is admittedly nice to have some kind of familiarity of what things were like before we had covid and like you say you going to theater me going to rehearsals alan going to the seed vault (laughs) 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 i do miss theater i think it was such a big part of our lives Mm -hmm. it's a bit different now i i don't think i've been to a theater show i i couldn't put my finger on the last one i went to 
that I wasn't in. In, yeah. Well, to be fair, that's what we did. Yeah. We put on shows. Yeah. Last thing that I saw in the theatre in a show that I was doing was, well, it was the Full Monty. Uh-huh. And, I came to see uh, that. Yeah, the way that they protected the audiences, uh, the cast's modesty there with really bright lights pointing directly at the audience. Yes. They weren't pointing directly at the orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's the my last, uh, that's the last, <laughs> the last <laughs> view of the stage. Was full of dick. was just a wang. A whole load of wangs. And then a bunch of naked men fumbling around in the dark looking for their thongs. <laughs> <laughs> Most of which landed on me. Yeah. Trousers were the worst. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think the last wrapped the, up. The last thing I definitely remember seeing was I went to see a pantomime, and that was I think it was in like February, before lockdown, because I took I took Celestia, and I'm pretty sure she fell asleep. I do, have but she was only she, I don't even. She oh wasn't. no, she didn't. Uh, she wasn't even one then though, so I wasn't going to let her off. But yeah, I think I'd, I am I I'm booked to go to see a show at Northern Stage, uh, but it's not till October. I'm going to go see Hamilton. You going to see Hamilton? Yeah, I've got uh, like delayed thirtieth birthday present. Ah, where's like we're down in go L- down London? Going down to London ah. for that. I'm excited. I was about to say if it's touring, that'll be sold ho- out. Yeah, it'll already be sold out. My God, um, how long is it down there for? Until Pop- it stops making yeah. money. <laughs> <laughs> How long Phantom uh, been on? <laughs> yeah, Wicked oh, right, been so on it's, since it, it, sort of 2003. So it's not like, uh, I thought it was like just a visiting company. Is oh, it? no, no. No. It's a full-on West End. Yeah, right, right, I, I right. saw it back in, uh, when it was in previews, and yeah, they rebuilt the theatre for for that production. Right, like, right. I mean, it's, it's critically acclaimed. So oh, it is, and it. I've it, still not watched. I still not watched it on because it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. I didn't watch it. Sells Charlotte's, out. Charlotte's watched it. I don't know a dozen times, yeah. maybe more. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> How much? <laughs> but I just don't. I don't really dig on a lot of musicals. Yeah. You know what I think? I would recommend watching. It's another musical. What's on Disney Plus? Newsies. Everyone I know who I've got into what it. What's I've got a lisp. I know you have. It's Say about it newspaper delivery boys. What's it called? New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, is that got um, is that the, is Christian Bale in that? He's in the movie. He's in the original uh, movie. Called I'm News Boys. Right. Don't watch that. Okay, News Boys is shit. I should watch Newsies, yes, which is a the, TV show. No, it's sure a, the film's it's a called Newsies as well. Oh, as right, well. it's alive. It's, not, it's the News Boys and Newsies, and they're both by oh. the guy who wrote The Little Mermaid. Uh huh. But the stage production is how we wanted the show to be. Right. Where the movie, obviously, producers came in and yeah, 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 yeah. ruined Tweak, it. Tweaked it. Yeah. Okay. I'm still not going to watch it. Um, I think that's a good place to end because I'm <laughs> raging. <laughs> oh, you, you know, it's also making me raging. What? Oh, no, sorry. Bad segue this time. Oh. Space race. Oh, yes. Oh, Jesus. Is that another Disney film I'm not aware of? No. no. The, the fucking the the billionaires of the world trying to get to space before one another. Like if there was any evidence that there is too much money 
in the world and in in control of a small handful of people it's the fact that there's three men trying to get to space before they go i mean it's not even trying anymore branson did it he is the first billionaire in space i have problems with the bezos and the branson ones i think spacex spacex has done a lot of other things as the well, fact that they are doing it as an actual viable option for future space travel for nasa yeah and actually um do they work with nasa I thought yeah they yeah, totally yeah. They, oh, their yeah, most recent they, launches they, have they gone people to the space station yeah ah. with nasa and you know that is for the progress of mankind and and style my god oh they had like, good suits did you see this they look like the avengers like their spacesuits like they would have got up there and like the other astronauts in their big nappy like, oh wow like you, you've really gone to stylish they're like really comfortable looking chairs as well but oh, yeah right. bezos's one is 28 million quid uh-huh. and i don't know how long it lasts but i the fact that one guy can't go because he's busy you would you would clear your calendar surely if you were going to space i yeah i would what's he not aware of like what he what does what he, he know yeah, what does he know that you know it is bezos's rocket the one that looks like a dick i mean i mean I i'm, I, I'm I, sure I one a, of the i'm just getting saw, a spitting image I, sketch <laughs> i saw a political cartoon that i think it was in the canary and they like had drawn bezos's ship to look like a massive one. Oh, it does a bit actually god yeah <laughs> god it's got a head and everything it's like, it's a, yeah right okay it's like that fucking austin powers uh joke in the in the second austin powers <laughs> film where there's just the cock and balls it's spaceship. a great big johnson yeah <laughs> um but yeah like just <sighs> yeah Fucking assholes, man, with too much money. Do you remember Branson was begging the government for money at the start of lockdown? Uh, at the, the end of, of lockdown. lockdown. He's begging them for money so his staff wouldn't die. And now he's going to space. Or oh, he's gone to space. He's already gone. He's I'm back sure he as well. he could pay his staff if he just sold his island. <sighs> Such a fucking cunt. Can uh, we, can we it's not like the rest of, them... of us can go to space, bloody yeah. COVID restrictions. God. <laughs> But yeah, like, I don't think the, I'd want to. I would love to go to space. Like, let's not make no, no no kind of like bones about it. I would fucking love to go to space. I've actually I requested that when I die, Charlotte send me to space. But she looked into it, and it's very very expensive. It sounds yeah. really good in theory, but I got motion sick on Nemesis at Alton Towers. Imagine like me getting to space and my vomit flying back in my face. It'd be awful. Okay, right. Well, you can stay here, but the planet's dying and we need to leave. Um, um, yeah, um, which is why I do. I am all for space travel. Yeah, as long as we don't for not for fun. For not this joyride. Yeah. In zero G, but here's, no, I think here's a here's a question though. If you had the opportunity to go to Mars to be one of the first colonizers of Mars, would you take it? Oh, that's a difficult one. Because mm. there, there is very, very, very small possibility of you ever returning. You would go to There's Mars, no you would die. I... You would, they would have to have the facilities to build a rocket yeah, but, there. Yeah, but you look how far technology came in, you know, 50 years. If we, you know, 
I think I I think I probably would. The majority. I mean, I think part of it is the appeal of it. Certainly for me, is it looks so much fun. You know, when they're didn't you just say floating just, about in didn't zero you just say G? Space travel is not for fun. You just know, that. Yes, you but just it, said that less than two all minutes right, ago. All right, yeah, yeah, it does. It looks but fun. it is also the main purpose that is for the benefit of mankind. Yeah. Um, I would not put myself forward as a as an astronaut. I wouldn't. Do you not feel qualified? I'm uh, sure that you know someone what? with a I, music or a drama a degree two, going in there. <laughs> a two-two in music from the University of Huddersfield is probably not at the top of their you think their agenda no no mm. I, I i genuinely um i genuinely don't you know i Ooh. mean they had a they got um first marimba <laughs> solo on mars <laughs> right okay that's the kind of shit how are you want. getting your marimba to mars <laughs> <laughs> okay we're just gonna have to lose Jeff Bezos two months dick. supplies the worth amazon of food. delivery amazon yeah. prime um god but, but no i mean would it not the floaty about in zero g bit that looks like the fun bit you know at the end of the day you end up on a planet yeah which doesn't have zero g it, has it would some be gravity. awful there's no plants you're pretty much living in a desert you can't really go outside without something on well, you, you stay can't. here until the earth catches fire then oh, i plan i'll be you cooking be on the sun at least That's i'll be have water and like accessible like you know. I don't want to go to Mars. It would be it would be awful. Fine, no one's asking you to go to Mars. You wouldn't be allowed to go to Mars anyway. You have no skills that could be used on Mars. I give any of us do. I I can no no. I, no. I could play the first marimba solo on Mars. Yeah, first marimba solo. You know, I can you know take my Xbox and play Halo on Mars. First person to play Halo on Mars. There, right, there you right. go. See, this is the positivity that we need. Not you sitting over there. Oh, Mars is dusty. There's no water. What a dick. Um, all I'm saying is they've sent a remote control car there. They've scrolled around and if I wanted to see a desert, there's closer deserts I can go to. Oh, you have such a Earth mindset, don't you? A very terrestrial kind of Oh, no, don't I'd be well game for going to alien planets if they were welcoming us and they were friendly and they were, like, nice. But, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go to, like, oh, yeah, we need people to go to this desert rock out of choice. But where am I going to stay? The place here where I can have a Nero at the weekend <laughs> or the place where I'm going to go and I'm going to be like, oh, Callum, I need you to go and drink your piss what's been recycled multiple times while you eat your dry cake. Like, <laughs> I didn't realise you felt so strongly about this. Oh, I didn't even did I. <laughs> Apparently we've touched a nerve. I, do, I, I struggle going to places like Pret because no. I don't like their food. <laughs> so, NASA... If you're listening, or the European Space Agency, you know, if you're somehow tuning into this podcast, Callum is not up for going to Mars. Not. So do not ask him. I think that he makes will. me the best candidate. Well, maybe. Well, yeah, it's got the people who are the best presidents, the one who don't want to be presidents. No, how you get dragged? They get sent to Mars. <laughs> send you to Mars would be like Planet Buchanan. You get ended up in war games. Yeah. And then they get an army in like a thousand years' time. They like the army, like the, the, the snake cult the will return. speak with a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'm like my lisp is the secret to getting water on Mars. Exactly. When I speak, it just spills <laughs> something on it. So, <laughs> so the basic consensus is we I think said I had people ideas. going to be 
rich playboys in space is wrong. However, it does look really fun, but it's wrong and space is for the benefit it's, of mankind. Well, it's more, I'd say, it's space more, travel it's, currently. It's is. more wrong that all the money that they have is being plowed into, you know, these frivolous space adventures that they enjoy having, like some kind of real life Tony Stark motherfuckers, when there are literal people dying in poverty in the countries that they live in that's the i think that's the issue yeah. and when you've got richard branson the billionaire begging the government for money so he can pay staff knowing all along that he's planning on flying to space um, that's the real fucking while we're on the touch subject of uh race to space really good album by public service broadcasting if you know who they are yep. we're giving this and they make music out of like public service broadcasts oh. and like the race for space is just a space themed one it's really good i won't listen to it no you won't you never do <laughs> <laughs> never do so i think we've covered all the bases there you know racism is bad space is bad when you go there for frivolous reasons do we talk about anything else? Disney. Disney, Disney. films are bad. Disney films are bad. Gen- yeah, <laughs> Disney films are generally quite bad. What was good? Nothing. Recent this has been I've a very seen. shit podcast. Okay, no, no. What I will say well, End on a positive note, right now. We're going to go back to something we've already spoke about. Go. We had higher ratings than GB News. Yes, that's Way. right. Way. And can that be on the photo that we have for this podcast? Yeah. I mean... I guess so. Alan can do that. What, just have, like, a just higher rated than GB News? On this date. <laughs> sure. We'll figure Go that out. Go for it. Okay, that's yeah. technically yeah. not wrong. Yeah. Trace, Go for it. Trace, yeah. So, um, thank you for listening. Thank you, uh, Columbus, Ohio, for all of your support. The merch deal is still there. Yeah, Callum is going to, I don't know, draw go something. To, I'm going to go to Logo Bear. To you go to Logo, whatever that is, Logo Bear. I don't know what that is. Do something. Alan will send. I don't know. He might shave off some of his beard and send it in a box. What's wrong with yours? Hmm. Bad beard. Yeah, never been yeah, touched. This is. Look at mine. It's magnificent. Like you know. That's because I haven't had to leave the house there today. There you go. Um. So yes, thank you very much for listening, and we shall see you next time. No, we won't. We never see you. <laughs> <laughs>